it's so good to see you. Hey, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt like you just couldn't go anymore? I think we've all felt that way, that you didn't have what it takes to get something done or that you just couldn't keep your head above the water. I think we've all felt that way. And you know, in, in those times in our lives, we need a supernatural boost of energy and strength, like a turbo boost. Um, I imagine all of you have seen, you know, different superhero movies or cartoons. Maybe Superman or Spider-Man or Wonder Woman or the Incredible Hulk. You know, they appear to be normal, everyday, average people. Um, but then something happened that they needed superpowers and their superpower was called upon and voila, you know, they, they had superpowers. Well, did you know that supernatural power is available to anyone who's a Christian? That doesn't mean that we can leap tall buildings in a single bound or that we can shoot spider webs out of our wrist, but it does mean that God's supernatural strength can help us through in times of difficulty, in times of stress, in times that we need extra power and extra strength to make it through um, our days, make it through what we need to do, make it through difficulty, difficulties in life. God's supernatural power can help us. You know, God doesn't want us to have to depend on just our own uh, human strength and ability his strength is greater than ours. His ability is greater than ours. His power is, is greater than ours and lasts longer, lasts a lot longer than ours does. Let's look at what Paul wrote. And this is kind of a famous scripture. A lot of people quote it, and, and it is a great, great thing that we can depend upon in our lives. In Philippians 4.12, Philippians 4.12, and it's in the NIV, it says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. So Paul was saying that no matter what situation he's in, whether he's hungry or thirsty or cold or, or, or doesn't have money, whether he's well-fed, has money, has plenty, uh, no matter what situation he's in, he's learned to be content. And how can he be content? Because he can do everything. He can do everything through Christ Jesus who gives him strength. See, he knew the secret of strength. He knew the secret of being content. He knew the secret of being able to rejoice was having the power of, of Jesus Christ work through him. Jesus Christ was giving him strength, and he can give you strength too. Um, does this mean that Paul could fly over the moon or, or, or uh, you know, shoot fire from his hands or whatever? No, it meant that God's strength enabled him to do the things that God called him to do. He could be, Paul could be full of joy whether he was facing uh, smooth sailing or rough seas, and he faced both of them. He could do this because God gave him the strength to do it. And if you depend upon the Lord, God will give you the strength to do the things you need to do too. Well, you might say, well, I'm not the Apostle Paul. I'm not, you know, one of the original disciples. You know, I wasn't called to, you know, uh, preach in Africa or, or, you know, go around the world. I'm just a regular person, a regular Christian. 
but God has called you to do mighty things. Maybe not the same things that Paul did, but he's called you to do mighty things. And the, one of the greatest, mightiest things that you can do in your life is to love people. You know, God gave us, said Jesus said when he was on this earth that there's two commandments that are the greatest of all. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two of the mightiest things that, that uh, you can do. And loving our neighbor as ourselves can take a tremendous amount of strength at times. Sometimes it just flows out of us naturally. And sometimes we really need God's strength, his power, and his ability to do that. And the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. So you can love people. And uh, it, it takes God's strength to have patience, to have kindness, to be and to be obedient to his word. We need a lot of strength that comes, supernatural strength, to be obedient to God's word. So let's look a little bit more about Paul and see the difficulties that he had and how much he depended on the Lord and how the Lord strengthened him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, uh, verse 23, and I've reading today out of the NIV Bible. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty three, It says, I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely. Means he was beating he was being beaten by the authorities and been exposed to death again and again. So it doesn't like sound like anything good there, does it? Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. So his own religious leaders were having him beaten. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, in danger from false brothers, I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have gone and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Beside everything else, I face daily the pressures of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do not feel weak? Who is led to sin and I do not outwardly burn? So Paul went through all these difficulties, and we've never, most most of us have never gone through anything like this. So uh, in our lives, um, depending on the Lord might be considered easy compared to what Paul had to go through. And not only did he have these uh, outward difficulties that he faced, he, always, he also was very uh, caring and empathetic for the churches that, that he was in charge of. So he felt that he felt the burden of that. He felt the pressure of that. Um, he felt he felt uh, an angst in his heart when other people were tempted to sin and actually sinned. He just he felt that a heavy burden on him. In verse thirty, if I must boast, I b will boast of the things that show my weakness. In other words, he was um, he was so aware of his weakness because he was so aware of how God covered him and God made up for that weakness. Um, let's see, um, verse 31, the God and father of the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. 
um, in chapter 12, verse 8, it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. All these all these afflictions and burdens and, and persecutions he was getting, this, this torment that he was getting, he asked the Lord to take it away from him. But the Lord said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest in me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. See, Paul was very well aware of his weaknesses, and he depended on the Lord's strength. And I tell you what, from personal experience, it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing thing when you are called upon to do things that you know you can't do, and you let God's strength flow through you, and you know it's God working in you, and it's a supernatural thing. And uh, that's why when that happens, you can just tell people, hey, I can't do this. I am not able to do this. I don't have the ability to do this. I don't have the the patience to do this. I don't have the tenacity or the, or the skills to do this, but I have done it through Christ who gives me the strength, and it's an awesome testimony to see God working through you. Um, Paul learned to trust the Lord. He learned to depend on the Lord's strength instead of his own. He was confident, Paul was confident that he could make it through anything, not because of any abilities that he had, but that he was depending on Jesus Christ, the one who strengthened him. Let's read our first scripture, Philippians 4.13, in the Amplified Bible. It says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's insufficiency. And that is an awesome scripture. It's a scripture to quote, to depend on, to rely on, because we all know that there's places and things that we can't do in our own strength. And it's just a wonderful thing to see God working through you. And I can speak about this personally because um, after we started the church, you know, there was a period of time that we had a secretary and then she resigned. And so I was called upon to do the secretarial work. Well, <laughs> that really is a big joke <laughs> because, you know, like when I was in high school and you had to decide what you wanted to be, you know, my number one thing is what I wanted to be is that I did not want to be a secretary. <laughs> I did not want to be a secretary no matter what came along. That was the last thing on my list. I did not want to be a secretary. And um, my parents in high school said, you know, girls are secretaries, basically. You need to learn typing. So I took typing one and I took typing two and I did really, 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 really bad. And, and, and one of them, I don't remember what was typing one or two, but I barely, barely, uh, barely, barely did not get an F. So I was really close to not making it because I was so bad in typing. And then, you know, but God enabled me to do it. And, and if you would have seen me when I was first trying to do things like the bulletin or correspondence, it was just a mess. But I had to depend on God. I had to depend on God helping me and giving me the ability and the strength to do it. And when you're called to do something that you don't like and that you don't want to do and that you don't have the strength to do, 
and you're able to do it with grace and successfully and start to improve at it, you know that it's not you, that it's God working through you. And it's, it's a miraculous thing that works in people's lives. And after just the basic secretarial stuff, you know, I had to learn computers and then in the sound, you know, with the music ministry, I had to learn about different instruments and, and uh, how the drums work, how the keyboard works, how this works and that works. I had to learn how sound system works and, and all kinds of things that I didn't, you know, uh, <laughs> caused me great angst. But I had to step back and I had to rely and depend upon the Lord. And I was able to do things that were not within the scope of my natural abilities. And I found that, you know, sometimes, uh, well, we found this often in being pastors, you know, there was a need in the church and, and you would ask people, you know, could you, could you possibly do this? Or could, or, you know, things that were very, 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 very simple. Like, you know, could you write a re review on Google or could you share this on Facebook? And people would just say, nope. No, no, that's not my thing. I can't do that. You know, the Holy Spirit's telling me not to do that. You know, instead of instead of accepting an assignment from the Lord and and uh, with grace and, and depending upon the Lord to give you strength and the ability to do things, people are a lot of times too eager to say, no, I won't do that, instead of seeking the Lord and seeing the Lord would possibly give them the, the supernatural strength and ability to do that. Now, that doesn't mean that you should say yes to everything that, you know, you are asked to do, because certainly there are limits. And, you know, if if somebody would have asked me to fly a plane or to, you know, do something, you know, I would have to say no. But there are things that God is calling you to do that are too hard for you, that you don't have the ability to do, that, that you can do... Um, because God gives you the strength to do it. And it's amazing. You'll step back and say, I didn't do that. God did that. And I want you to have that experience. I want you to experience in that in your life that, you know, there was something that God called you to do, even if it's loving a neighbor that you can't stand, you know, that, that you can stand back and say, that wasn't me, but that was God working through me. It was his strength giving me the ability to do that. Let's read in Hebrews 32. Hebrews, oh, I'm sorry, Hebrews 11, verse 32. It says, and what more can I say? And, and um, he's talking here about different heroes of faith, people who put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, and what more can I say? I do not have the time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, um, Jephthah, I'm sorry, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouth of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign enemies. See, God's plan for you is to turn your weakness into his strength working through you. In the next few verses, talk about all kinds of ways that Christians or, or um, people who believed in God in the Old Testament, I should say, have had hardships and persecutions and even death and that God strengthened, strengthened them during it all and through it all. And um, some people, you know, the ones that face death, you know, entered into their eternal reward. 
So you might say, well, how do I get this strength? I want this strength. I want to be able to do these things, you know, that God's called me to do. Do things that are beyond my ability. Uh, I need the strength to make it through this period of my life when things are so difficult and so hard. Well, I'd say the first thing is through prayer, asking God for his strength. Um, you can ask God for strength, and you can ask God to give other people in your life strength. Um, here in Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, Paul is praying for the Ephesian church. And you can pray this for yourself. Like I said, you can pray it for your church members. You can pray it for your pastor. You can pray it for your spiritual leaders. Um, it says in verse 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. See, there's great power for you if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That power is like the working of his mighty strength. So you just pray, God, give me your strength, give me your mighty strength, give me your great power so that I can do the things that you've called me to do. Verse 20, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but in the age to come, but also in the one to come. So God has great power available to you. And that power is his mighty, the working of his mighty strength. You want that to work in your life. And the second way, first, first we can obtain that uh, ability, that strength through prayer. And secondly, through faith, through faith that when we ask God uh, for, for uh, strength, he will give it to us. You know, we see the Apostle Paul, he confessed it. He spoke it with his mouth that God gave him strength. He spoke about it. He declared it with his mouth. He depended on him, it with all of his heart. In 1 Timothy 1-2, 1 Timothy 1-2, it says, I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me faithful, appointing me to his service. So Paul acknowledged it all the time. He had faith that he was going to receive that strength he saw that strength uh, working in his life in the past, and he knew he was going to have God's strength in the future. And another way that we can um, obtain God's strength is for actually doing what God tells us in his word to do, to obey his word. And like I said before, the one of the biggest things you can do in obeying his word is to walk in love toward people. In 1 Peter 4.11, 1 Peter 4.11, it says, If anyone speaks... He should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides. See, God is providing you with strength to serve him. And uh, that's what we need. We need his strength and God will provide it for you. So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So I say amen to that. That was great. That was encouraging. That was wonderful. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. I want you to uh, start saying that, start believing it, start acting on it, that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. Uh, it'll keep you, uh, keep you 
keep your head above the water and keep you victorious, keep you uh, walking in victory, and that's what we need to do. And if you've never experienced uh, this strength that God provides, it could be that you have never become one of his children or, or have never become a Christian. And uh, God wants, is calling you today to serve him, to become part of his family. And the way that we do that is that we repent of our sins, we turn to Jesus and put our trust and faith in him as our Lord and Savior. And uh, we ask Jesus to uh, be our Lord and Savior. We put our faith and trust in him. So I just encourage you to do that today and, and find that wonderful, wonderful strength that God has provided for you. Well, I will see you next week. I encourage you to listen on Sunday. Pastor Terry has a message on prayer that is really, really good and really, really important. And we all look forward to hearing that. Well, I will see you next week and be sure to share this or like it if it has encouraged you. Bye-bye.